sitting down here today with Big Red to talk about a few topics having to do with this car project and the things that we're working on. So tools, fairly common. It seems pretty obtainable to be able to get a set of impact wrenches, mm -hmm. get some ratchets and such. But what about getting a refurbished engine? How hard is it to get your hands on a refurbished engine for your crossover? Right. right. You know, getting an engine for this car in the first place can be tricky sometimes, depending on the type, the time of year it is and, mm -hmm. and all of that. It can be tricky for a couple of reasons. One, these engines have had a lot of problems, and so there's a lot of them that need to be replaced, mm -hmm. which means that there's always somebody looking for one of these engines. If you're talking about something like a, um, a GM LS7 V8 Corvette engine, right? That's one of the most popular swapping engines out there, mm. or the old Chevy 350. Um, those are popular swapping engines. So, you know, there's lots of vendors, lots of uh, companies out there that sell them. This GM 3.6 engine being, you know, high precision, high performance, they call it high feature because it's got lots of modern features on it. You want it to be refurbished by a reputable company. Mm. And those reputable companies sometimes will only sell to a certified mechanic like that they will or they will only ship the engine to your mechanic shop ah. and in your mechanic shop has got to be in their list of certified mechanics of course we didn't do that I didn't do that so I go whenever I'm looking for parts like you know like something like an engine or, or some sort of engine engine part I go to a website called car-part.com. Okay. On carpart.com, it's car-part. But on carpart.com, you can put in what you're looking for. You can say, I'm looking for an engine for a, you know, a 2012 Acadia. And it knows that that engine also works in the Buick Enclave mm. and it works in the Traverse and it works in everything from the 07 all the way to the 2015 and mm. uh, that those, those engines are interchangeable. Um, and then it will display to you what engines are available, the refurbished ones, the used ones, mm. who is selling them from a salvage yard, who's selling them from reputable dealers, who's selling them from individuals. And so I go there, okay. I'll get the list of vendors in my area and just contact, contact just all Just contact them. them individually? Right, right. And there may be some temptation to tell them that you're, you know, you're more certified than you are yeah. or what have you. But uh, I found that a lot of those guys are down to earth, and they'll 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 ship you the engine, and they'll ship it right to your right, right to, to your house. house. Yeah, they'll ship the engine right to your house, 350 pounds. But they'll ship it <laughs> <laughs> if you want to pay the shipping. They'll ship it to your house. Now I I went down and picked it up. I mean, it's like two miles from my house. So oh, okay. I ordered the engine from a company right here in town, uh, and I live in a small town, so this is it's it's not like it's hard to find. Okay, it's really hard to find these. But they can get expensive because these engines are popular in terms of being replaced, and they are also becoming more and more popular in the swapping world, mm. uh, in the engine swapping enthusiast world, because they are so small, they can fit in six-cylinder and four-cylinder uh, frames, um, you know, smaller cars like a, like a Honda. <coughs> you can fit this engine in there and put a lot of power in your car. So 
it's attainable. You might have to do a little bit of looking around depending on. Yeah. 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 I might be making it sound more difficult than it is, but it took me a while. Now that I know how to do it, like I know to go on carpark.com, I know to get the list of all the vendors, local vendors, within about 50 miles, call all of them. Uh, and the way it worked for me was I called one vendor, the one that is a couple miles from the house. Yes. I called them up. They said, well, we will only sell to you if you are a certified mechanic. I said, well, I'm not a certified mechanic, so uh, I gotta find somebody else to buy it from. Mm -hmm. Then I found someone who was about two hours away who was willing to, it's a reputable um, retailer, right? retailer who got the refurbished engine from a reputable refurbisher and with a warranty, three-year warranty and everything. So I arranged to go get the engine and then I called these guys back and said, now I'm about to drive two hours to, get, to buy the same thing that I was gonna buy from you. And then they said, oh, well, hold on a second. And then they, they, um, we hung up and they called back and said, okay, we'll do it. You know? So I, I don't think there's any, I mean, I know there's no legal reason why, why, they, can't sell it to they, you. why they can't sell it to you. There may be, um, you know, there's a three year warranty if somebody, you know, doesn't do something right, they don't necessarily want to take the engine back if it's no. just some guy who doesn't know what he's doing, you know, exactly. or, or he makes a, makes a real big mistake, you know, doesn't put oil in the, in the <laughs> engine or something, and then he comes back and blames these guys. But when I talk to them, they, all right, it's just policy. So you can, it's not that hard to get around it. Okay. Now you are talking, when I first started looking for an engine, okay. it was about $3,800. Hmm. They are now up to $4,600 because they are, again, this is, this replacing your engine and that is, is um, it's a big job, hmm. but it's not completely unheard of. So more and more people are looking to replace these engines making them a little bit more difficult to get a hold of and it causes the prices to, to go, go up. up. Yep. Okay. So let's say you got all your tools, yep. you decide you want to go ahead and try to do this and you get the engine. How would you actually go about getting the old engine out right. without getting a serious engine lift and lifting your car? Right. Yeah. So in general, the way people know to get an engine out of a car is to use a cherry picker which is an engine lift. It's a big uh, piece of equipment. You chain the engine onto it and it'll lift the engine up out of the car. Okay. The engine in this crossover SUV, uh, in the GM crossover SUV, comes out of the bottom. And it, it comes out of the bottom because the engine is so tall and so wide. It's actually lar very large and it's pushed back up inside the body of the car. Right? Yeah. So it's not made to come out of the top. <laughs> it's not made to come out of the hood. It's made to be unbolted and drop out of the bottom. Well, I'm doing this in my garage. So there's, there's no way for you to get the car up high enough in your garage. That's right. There's no way to get the car up high enough in the garage. But as you can see, we get, it's, it's out. I was able to get it out fairly easily. What I realized, you know, the car sat for about three months. I was about to drop the engine out of the car yeah. and when I realized there's no way I can get this car up high enough, I, I'm not going to lift up the front of it and, and try to pull it out from under there. I mean, no. it was just, I wasn't <laughs> going to do something unsafe, but I was partway into the job and starting to think about giving up. Yes. When I learned about what GM calls their Lambda platform, hmm. and that's the crossover SUV frame 
mm. that they build the car with, right? Okay. This frame on this Lambda platform is very different from any other frame I've ever seen in that the frame of a car, there's two major rails and those two major rails have rails on the front and back and then they have rails going over all, all the way across the car for where the doors will attach and where the windows will attach and where the hood and the trunk attaches and where, where all the pieces attach to this frame, right? That's the way all, every frame I've come across was uh, designed. But this Lambda design, and it may be true for other platforms, but for this platform, for this one in particular, the front of the frame is bolted on to the rest of the frame. It's, so it's not welded together or anything? So it's not welded together, right. So what I did was remove the front fascia, so I removed the front bumper, Okay. and once, once the front bumper came off, the front frame piece was right there, you know, right out in front four mm -hmm. bolts i pulled that off and a few other things i yeah, like had the to radiator and yeah, yeah a couple couple other things that i took off then then i unbolt the engine and lower it onto a hydraulic cart and it just rolled right out of the front wow i didn't have to lift the car at all and i i think the actual work to get the front of the car off yes uh, and to unhook things it's certainly no more time consuming than i can imagine any other way that somebody would go about getting the engine out of the car. So I think it took a couple hours oh, to get the front wow. A couple so hours to get the front bad at the all. Car. So no, no, it's not, it wasn't bad at all. So you didn't have to spend a lot of time disconnecting the engine from everything on the frame and unplugging everything from the electrical, everything before you could even approach right. dropping it out of the car, right? right? Yeah, no, you don't, you yeah. didn't, I didn't, right, you don't have to do that. I mean, you don't have to do any of those. You don't have to take the front off unless you're removing the whole engine and powertrain from the car itself so yes. that you can replace the engine, mm -hmm. right? There's a common transmission issue that requires you to replace a, a $20, $30 part mm. to, to fix it. But it's very difficult to get to that part. You do have to drop the engine out of the car to get just to get to this transmission part? Yes, yeah, just to get to this one transmission part. But if you're just doing that, you don't have to remove the whole engine out of the front of the no. out of the front of the car. You can lift up the car uh, two or three feet using um, heavy-duty jack stands. Sit the car on those heavy-duty jack stands. Drop the engine. Mm. Do the work that you want to do. Lift it back it up. up. Yeah. Lift it back up. Push it back in there. But if you wanted to actually take it out and replace it like this, you could do it without a heavy-duty jack. No lift. No lift. Yeah. No cherry pickers. Nothing. Right. You just take the front off slide the engine out of the front, yes. <laughs> slide the powertrain out of the front, yeah. replace the engine, slide the powertrain power back, back into the front, um, reattach everything, reattach the front uh, frame, and you're good to go. Awesome. Uh, yeah, mm. and I've never heard of anybody doing that, so mm. I, I haven't found anything like that on, certainly not on YouTube, or, and it's not in the service manual. The service no. manual says use a lift, right? But, that, uh, but you would have a lift if you're working in a GM dealership. Yeah, 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 if you're working in a GM dealership, if you're working in a, right, which is the only place I would, I would say you'd want to take uh, if you're going to have this kind of work done. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Big Red, and explaining all these things. Any last words for us? You know, visit us on bigred.media. Bigred.media. Thank you.